Yeah, it's a New Year. Great, good. That and a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee at Seven Eleven. We need to remember that there is a dumpster fire happening in our backyard, and we should probably put that out before we proceed gaily forward to whether new nonsense you New Year, New Me bastards have figured out. If you if you can't get out outside of your own goddamn head, could you at least you know? Wash your hands, wear a mask properly, and it shouldn't be hard. Most of you motherfuckers needed a mask to hide your face before this happened. Thank you for tuning in to GVAF Radio. I am David, the Reverend Oni Brown, and I am here to uh, present you music you may or may not have already heard about, but also here, listen to a 40-year-old geek completely nerd out on old heavy metal and new goth and other genres of music that I go, eh, I want to play this for people. So, what the fuck was that sound? I went and said, eh, but I said, eh. Apparently, someone went in a little dry, but yeah. So today's episode, I decided it's the first of the year, so we should do something absolutely not special at fucking all, and I said, I want to play rock and roll, and so I'm just going to play some rock bands that are some of the current fade, uh, some of the classic guys, uh, maybe with a twist on that one, so you're not going to, it's not going to be, I mean, this, you're going to hear elements of metal, you're probably going to hear elements of punk, and probably some hip-hop here and there, which is totally besides the point. The point is, these guys, this is all about big riffs bluesy sounds and big ass 12, 12 bar walking lines i mean this is you know the chi- the children and grandchildren of aerosmith guns and roses led zeppelin fucking rolling stones you know this is kind of where this primordial ooze started off and it's only rock and roll but i like it and then ended up with cashmere and you know walk this way so you know this is what we're getting today and this is what I like. I mean, th- this is not popular today by any stretch of the imagination. Every once in a while, one of these bands pops up from the ether out of the L.A. Strip and goes, Ah, we're going to be good for like a half a second. And then people go, Okay, we're done feeling sleazy. We're going to go back to our pop. Mm-hmm. Cool, right on for you because it's so much cleaner. But they, you know, that's what that's what happens. In a lot, and still, a lot of these bands are making it touring. Not now because everyone, you can't tour. You know, we have a pandemic going on. The half the people are trying everything they can to get rid of. And the other half don't think it's real and just want to, you know, become fucking typhoid Marys, apparently. So, yeah, this is fucking fantastic. (laughs) It is. Uh, Again, if you hear a band, you like a band, why don't you go buy their CD or buy a single? If you really like them, go get a T-shirt. Go buy a patch if they have those. Go buy something from the band. If you really like them, please support them. You know, I mean, yes, there's a lot of streaming that goes on. They're not usually paid well from the streaming. Spotify pays jack and shit for especially rock bands because they don't have a – a lot of bands don't really have a whole bunch of a catalog to listen to. You can't just – like, I mean, other than, like, again, the Rolling Stones and Aerosmith and all that shit where they're making, you know, cents, cents on the dollar for every stream for all their songs. And someone's going to go listen to the entire Beatles catalog. First off, them motherfuckers don't need it. Number two, I don't think they're actually on there. 
Number three. Oh, it's a fucking Beatles. I don't care. So, but yeah, go help these people. Go help a band you like. Go help an indie band you like. Go help uh, your brother's band, your cousin's band, your si- your sister's band, where she sings and plays drums on, and they has to go to college the next day, and it's going to be a hallmark story for us next year, filled with shitty rock and roll. I don't care. Support her. Go buy her a snare drum, you lazy bastard. But everyone who has a sister is now who's who's also a drummer is now like, thanks, you, you just enticed her to do this shit. I'm like, you're welcome. Yes, I did. <laughs> so just a little shit spot store. That's all I can do. And that's that's what I'm good at. That's why I have microphones. So getting before I keep rambling on on this beautiful New Year's Day, which I am slightly foggy at. Uh, I just want to. Uh, so the best way I did this is I went. What are the bands I really like? Where can I find guys that sound like them or kind of come from their point of view? And that helped to a certain point. But at the end of it, I just ended up just Googling like current rock and roll. And I got these guys. And I want to start off with Stone Horses. The good old days. Yeah. Hey. 
pleasant about that place The emotions have an echo and so much space Because I didn't know enough I just knew too much That make me crazy That make me crazy That make me crazy Probably, probably
got three in a row. We had Stone Horses with The Good Old Days, followed up by Shadow and the Thrill with their cover of Crazy. Because why not? I mean, this is a blues rock ballad done to goddamn fucking crazy. So y'all welcome for that one. Uh, CeeLo Green, you rapist motherfucker. I, I prefer this version now. And then ended that out with Stone Sour doing a co- cover of Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. And I thought it would be kind of fun. I am going to play some bands that have been around for a while, or at least artists who have been around for a while, who have kind of made the genre what it is. And I might be doing like cover versions of them on here. Like I did Stone Sour, which is a really good rock and roll band that does have metal elements. But we expect we have Jim Root and fucking Corey Taylor in the same band. But they did a really good version of this. And for the female vocals, that's Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm popping in there. So it's a good track. It's got, I mean, it's got everything you want. And I'm both a Stone Sour fan and a Stones fan. So, you know, this rocked my world. No no pun intended or cliche meant. But damn good track there. And I've been listening to a lot of classic rock the last two or three weeks. Um in between some other little things here, you know, the Pogues and the Rum Jacks and all that shit. But it's just been, it's like like Van Halen, uh, Guns N' Roses, and anything Slash has been a part of, Led Zeppelin, has just been in constant rotation with me. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, let's get back to basics. I mean, I've been pushing myself to play more, and there's a lot of bands out there that I really like that really kind of influenced me are a lot of the older bands. I mean, there's a lot of the newer stuff there, but like most of my stuff is pre-80s as far as influences. The Misfits, Motorhead, uh, Guns N' Roses, you know. They're all 80s. Misfits are 77, Led Zeppelin, of course, later. And same thing with uh, Eric Clapton and Cream and, you know, fucking Black Sabbath. were all these bands. And then I got really into the punk stuff. I got really into, like, 80s metal. And then I got really into, like, 80s rock and roll. So stuff like... Aerosmith and um, God, there's so many other bands that I can't think of, and I'm embarrassed to say them. So I'm just gonna, kinda, I'm just gonna say I can't think of them right now. You can yell at me later. So <laughs> it works. Uh, I mean, rock and roll is rock and roll. It doesn't matter what you do with it. I mean, there is fucking hip hop out there that's goddamn rock and roll. That's pop out there that's goddamn rock and roll. And what's basically rock and roll? Not giving a shit is really about it. I mean, there's a certain rock and roll energy. I, I could. You know, I can point you to a couple people and go, that, them, the way they act, the way they're going, that's rock and roll. You know, approach with caution. They may not bathe in a couple of days. But enough about Lenny Kilmeister. We have, I, you know, I got a whole bunch of more music for you guys out there. And if you've not known, I also do, I do some Facebook streaming while I record the show. So there's a bit more interaction there. So you can, you can pop up, hey, asshole! And you can get something better off of me or whatever. Uh, you have some type of response there that just like, like, hey, why you do this? Or you can pop to, you pop out with something like, hey, here's a question for you. I actually had uh, one of my friends had popped up and was like, which which version of, of Christian death do you prefer? I'm like, oh, you're going to do this to me now on the air? Holy shit. Fuck. All right. Let me figure it out. You know, things like that, because I love talking music. I love talking heavy metal. I love talking rock and roll. Uh, I've, I've proven, 
you know, with about two years of these fucking shows and uh, just not giving a shit and wasting money. But I still do it because it's fun. So I guess it's not a waste of money now, is it? <laughs> that was not me begging. I don't do that anymore. I know better. We're all fucking hurting. But what we all, what I am going to do now is I'm going to stop yakking. I'm going to play some more music for you. And this one, we're going to start off with Sons of Silver with Rude Awakening.
without you, woman, by my side. I'm contemplating suicide, torn from all my pride. Man, tell me, son, that ain't the way. I'm gonna make a deal with you, child. Gonna live another day. Just sign right here, son.
Sons of Silver, Root Awakening. I really, I really like the way the drum and bass, the rhythm, just that boom, 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 boom works out. It's very simple, but it drives so far, so fast, and with a wretched smile on your face, going, "Yeah, let's cause chaos." And that might just be me. Uh, follow that up with Zach Wilde's. Uh, well, it's from his album, Book of Shadows, which was one of his solo records he did. I can't remember if it was between Ozzy and Black Label Society or if he was recording it while he was with Ozzy. Either way, it is a fantastic CD. It, they, it did come up as a, for a while, there, an EP and then a, like a bonus disc of just like more songs. I'm like, just put them together, make it one fucking album, make more sense. But that's Sold My Soul. That one's a... That one's a kick in the pants if you really like mythos and superstition within rock and roll and the blues. It straight up pays for it. Then following up, we had Invertigo with The Night. And a lot of these cats are really, I love it because I'm listening to, I'm going, oh, there's shades of Whitesnake. There's shades of Guns N' Roses. There's shades of Aerosmith. There's shades of, you know, insert band here, you know, Jackal, whatever. In a lot of these bands, and they're also adding some more, some dirtier, dirtier elements to their playing into the recording session. You know, some people are keeping it straight up, just you know, just bluesy stuff like the, the Shadow and the Thrill are doing. And I don't have a problem with either one of it. You know, I mean, is it current music? No, it's not. It's not. It's really not. Does that matter? No, no, no. It really doesn't. I mean, because you still got people who are going out there and to the symphony to listen to something some guy three five hundred years ago died and just listen to the shit that he played even though we have it recorded and we can listen to it in a better system but you're just going to go out and listen to him anyways of course we call that a symphony and you know that's considered a posh thing that's why you spend 300 bucks for a fucking ticket or some stupid shit meanwhile in some place like 30 bucks for a ticket to go and it's like okay cool two drink minimum right all right yeah you know, overpriced, overpriced drinks and a good show. It usually goes hand in hand. And we're not going to have that very often unless we keep our stages open. So if you can, take a look at Save Our Stages. 
th- I'm not even going to talk about what they do. They, they can talk about their mission statement better than I can. But what I am going to say is if there, if a venue or an artist that, who plays at a venue a lot has ever enriched your life, go look at it. I talked about supporting your band by like buying merch, buying CDs, buying whatever. Great. Do that. Do the same thing. I mean, look into – I mean, if, if there's a – go. For some venues, they have a GoFundMe. Some places are just their their kitchens open and they're just selling stuff like Dante's, yeah, over in downtown with Pizza Slut. You know, Star Theater, same thing. They're doing what they can, and not a lot of these venues actually had a kitchen. They made food. We don't call it food, but they had something, and not a lot of them are staying open. I will say I'm a little bit biased. There's a few venues I would rather stay open. Uh, than some that are staying open, but that's besides the point, and that's some negativity that I'm not going to throw off anyone right now. I'm just going to simply say every single stage that's open means an opportunity for a band. Every band opportunity is a reason for people to gather and to understand community. We can't do that now. I know this. You know, we can't gather like we used to. It was, I mean, in the pit was family. You know, if you're in a, at a show, shoulder to shoulder with people, and you're going to see, fuck, you know, almost any metal band out there, you were, in, you were shoulder to shoulder with someone you can call brother. Rock and roll shows, I'm going to be honest, there are times I've just ran into douchebags. It's just the nature of the fucking beast. But, I mean, that's, what else can I say about that, really? You know, I mean, I miss the community. I miss going to a show. I miss, you know, I miss paying for an overpriced beer. I miss... Going to the merch table, hoping they had a T-shirt in my size or something I could take home with me. And let's see. And with that, I'm going to play something else, something that I think is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to play you some uh, Billy Gibbons. And Billy Gibbons, for some of you who don't know, is a lead singer and the guitarist for ZZ Top. Um, And no, his name is not ZZ Top. He is Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. Let's get that right. If you're asking, is he the one with the short red guitar or the one with the long one? He's the one with the short one who doesn't wear the cowboy hat very often anymore. He has another hat that he earned. I'll talk about that later, maybe, if I feel like it. But this is him. And Billy Gibbons has been what I consider the unsung hero of Texas blues guitar. I mean, my favorite guitarist of all time, Steve Ray Vaughan comes from Texas, but fucking Billy Gibbons, man. I mean, he's had time to hone his craft. Uh, SRV, unfortunately, was taken about the time he got clean off smack and was hitting his prime, so we'll never know what what heights that man could have hit. With that being said, we still got Billy Gibbons, who... Jesus, man, this guy makes the blues and rock and roll. He really shows why they are basically one of the same entity. I mean, I mean, rock and roll came from the blues and rhythm and blues and all this stuff came out with something, something weird out, out, out in the South with a whole bunch of, whole bunch of black folk and then played it for white people. White people go, uh-huh, Muffy, this sounds good. Let's try and let, let's get Perry Como to sing something. And then it took a gay black man and go, motherfucker. That's not how you rock and roll. And then Little Richard showed, showed us a way and it went all the way up to where Elvis goes, hey, I'm going to play their music, but I'm going to give them exposure. And he did so much of that. Now didn't he? And that's kind of where rock and roll stood off until some bastards out of fucking, out of England go, who's this Elvis fellow and this Jerry Lee Lewis? What's going on with him and his cousin? And then we got the Beatles. I'm sorry. And then we got the Rolling Stones. Yay! 
You know, the more I talk, the dorkier I sound. So I'm going to play you Billy Gibbons with Bring It to Jerome. Mr. Blue.
side projects or something else they did uh, such as Billy Gibbons again ZZ Top doing Bring It To Jerome uh, then following that one up I had Slash featuring the Conspirators and Miles Kennedy with World on Fire which if you have not seen that video yet please do but make sure you're not in public 
it is Greg Horse Slash of uh, Guns N' Roses fame, also of Velvet Revolver, which I've been listening to that all day long because I forget that Scott Weiland was a really good singer and the band was so goddamn tight and it's just sorry that he wasn't able to get the help he desperately needed and I was not surprised by the end of it. I'm not talking about Zach, I'm not talking about Slash, I am talking about Scott Weiland. And then following that, I followed up by the late, great, needs no introduction with their song, Rock and Roll, which fits. Uh, I almost wanted to play Overkill, but I've played that song so much and just over my head, and I think it's just too done, and no one talks about rock and roll, so I decided to play their version of rock and roll. Although Overkill has that great, it's Overkill is like one of the greatest rock and roll songs ever written because it's about rock and roll and how it should be done. It's looking at a bunch of people going, you don't get it, man. And, like, blasting them apart with marshals. That's really what it is. So, Motorhead with rock and roll. Uh, fucking, and it makes me strut every time I listen to it. I actually put this list, or this entire uh, set list, for me to go listen to over the last couple of days to make sure I liked the songs, if I was going to play them or change them out or whatever. Um, and I did, actually, originally, because I never do a hidden track on an episode, but I was going to do a hidden track of Ace, uh, Ace of Space, Ace of Chains, Alice in Chains, goddamn, David, get it together, uh, doing a cover of Led Zeppelin's Cashmere, uh, which Cashmere is my favorite song. All of you by now, if you've been listening, you should know what my favorite songs are from now on, but they're doing it with like the Seattle Symphony, which good for them. It really wasn't set up for recording well for live, and it just didn't come out right. And then it was in an MP3, and I don't even know what they encoded it in, but it just sounded bad. And I'm like, well, for bootleg, it's pretty good quality, but I just didn't feel like playing that. So I will have another hidden track in the back. Uh, it'll be a it'll be a kind of a two for one deal. So. If you listen, great. If you don't listen, you're not missing out on anything else that I w- that you probably haven't heard already. So, and we're approaching on exactly one hour. Oh, my God. I might only go over like five, ten minutes this time instead of like 30. Who knew? I, I still don't know why I act like I'm on a radio show and I only got so much time b- to get my shit together before somebody else comes in. I just I, – I just – I'm playing. That's all I can say. I'm playing at, at doing radio stuff. I want to be a disc jockey. I can't be a disc jockey, so I'm doing this, and it's fulfilling some things, not all things. But as per as per endings for the show, um, I'm going to ask you guys to take a step back, think with compassion. Please don't think about just yourself. You need to think about yourself. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to tell you to be selfish or selfless to the point of destruction. I'm just saying sometimes think outside of your own borders. Think about the other people you see. Think about the other others who are struggling. Think about your family. Think about you. Think about what your family would be like without you. Think about what you need to hang on to this life. And yes, I'm talking about suicide. I'm talking about mental illness. These are things that I am intimately familiar with on levels that I wish I never was. I just want people out there to know that they can find help. You are not 
you're not worthless. I don't care what anyone fucking says about that. And that if someone calls in and says you're worthless to you, walk away. I don't care if they're family. Walk away. They're not worth your time. Stay in there. Try doing this. This goes for men and women both, where women happen to have the most uh, attempts. Men tend to have the most successes. And that's not saying, and that's not putting one above the other at all. What I'm saying is this shit happens to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, what your gender is. You know, man, man, woman, other. I don't give a fuck. Everyone goes through shit. Even if you have the, you think you got the perfect life and everything's going right for you, but you still feel like putting a gun in your mouth, there's a problem. Take a look at it, please. You know, I mean, I've had family members who have taken suicide as a route out. I've had friends who have taken suicide as a route out. You know, I'm a three-time survivor, whether or not I was, whether or not I kind of, I don't know, sabotaged my attempts or not, I don't know, man. The only thing I know is that I didn't fucking care and there was a knife or there was poison or there was something I can get a hold of. And there's a lot of people out there who are like that, you know, and it's going to be someone you don't suspect, you know, I mean, there are people who are broadcasting it very loudly because they don't know what else to do and they don't know they're doing it half the time. No fault them either. But there are people who they're going to go and then one day they're, it's going to click and they're going to go, I'm done. So to all of you out there who are waiting for the reason to go click, think, think again. I don't care what you have to hang on to, hang on to it. For all of you out there who may be seeing this shit and don't know what to do with it, stay open. If you're friends, talk to them. Don't force anything. Don't accuse them. Just, like, fucking be there for them. Do some research if they confide in you. Just be decent fucking human beings. This shouldn't be a hard thing to say, but... Apparently it is. I'll let you think on that one. And on that time, it is tradition. We're going to be playing 16 Volts cover of the Johnny Cash classic, When the Man Comes Around. I am David, the Reverend Brown Oni. As it were. Previous. The noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse.
Voices calling, voices crying Some are born in summertime It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree Virgins are trimming their wicks And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for me to kick against the pricks Till I'm again, no shalom no shalom Then the father hen will call his chickens home The wise man bowed down before the throne And at his feet are called the golden crown When the man comes around Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still Whoever is righteous let him be righteous still Whoever is filthy Let him be filthy still Listen to the words all written down When the man comes around Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are trimming their wicks and the whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for me to kick against the pricks It measured hundred weight and ten pounds
Christ at this moment of doubt and pain. Made damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his fate. <laughs> Have some sympathy. 